Welcome back to the Snowbling Podcast. This is your host, Gordon Van. Today's episode, episode 33. You can check out the uh, previous episodes on the uh, Snowbling Podcast Facebook page. Uh, we're on iTunes. Just search Snowbling Podcast. And on SoundCloud, again, just search uh, Snowbling Podcast. And you can uh, like, the, like the Facebook page. And all the previous episodes are on there. And also on SoundCloud, uh, all the episodes are on there too. Just search Snowbling Podcast on SoundCloud. You can get an app for SoundCloud, uh, so it's uh, perfectly uh, mobile-friendly. You can uh, play it over your uh, uh, vehicle, um, whatever it may be, um, uh, radio system, so Bluetooth radio system, so really easy to listen to all the previous episodes. Uh, you can contact me at uh, snowwingpodcast at gmail.com, and if you have any ideas for uh, any future shows, any, uh, any writer you'd like to, uh, to listen to, uh, hear the story. Um, so today's episode is with Bob Ains. Bob is a uh, snowmobiling Hall of Famer. And my apologies, uh, the uh, internet does uh, drop out a couple times during this conversation. Uh, we we reestablish a connection with uh, Bob, and uh, we continue the uh, interview. So I hope you enjoy this. Here's Bob Ains. Spinning, feel that adrenaline pumping. Full throttle, wide open. Love to hear that motor running. Broken bones will heal, but second place never will. Gotta try it. singing No Guts, No Glory. So here's an interview with Bob Ains. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. How are you doing? Not bad, you? I'm doing great. How's the weather out there? What are you, yeah, what are you guys doing out there? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's going above zero. We're going to have a little melting going on. Yeah? How are the, how the, condition, how the snow conditions out yeah. there? Um, we could use a little bit more, but they're going to run the race. He's uh, going to... By Nelson, he's gonna. They're gonna start that race on uh, in, in February the tenth, I think it is. Yeah, and, uh, and the, they're gonna. Yeah, we got enough. Snow, we got enough snow. The ditches are all full. Yeah, you know, there's uh, lots of blowing been going on, so there's lots of, you know, lots of drifts and in, in the fields and uh, kind of what we call snurt with dirt mixed in it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So fantastic. Uh, it's 
Yeah, it's hard, and um, but it's going to soften up if it melts a little bit. But then when it freezes up hard again, it gets gets really crusty and hard. So yeah, uh, it should be a, it should be a good deal. Are you are you planning on attending the race and checking, watching it? Well, I'm going to um, I'm going to go and watch and help help with the start of the race uh, on that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But then Thursday, I'm going to Saint Germain to the Hall of Fame. Uh, to meet up with a bunch of guys, because uh, and then on Saturday, Hubert Fixon is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. All oh, right, yeah. You know, that was Brian's mechanic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so he's getting inducted. So, so we're all going there. So they've shortened the race by a day. I yeah. don't know if you heard that. Yeah, I, I seen that update um, a, so few, they, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Right. So they've shortened the race by a day. So it's going to run Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and finish up in Bemidji, and then. Uh, That'll leave Brian free to come to uh, to St. Germain uh, to be with Hubert on Saturday. Great. So, so that'll be great. All you yeah, guys that reuni- should be good. All, all you guys reunited again. That's great. Yeah, we're, we're going to all be, a whole bunch of us John Deere guys will be there again. You bet. Yeah, so uh, did you talk to Brian much? Oh, man, over this last year. Yeah, I saw he was at, at St. Germain last year. He, he, he came. Because they canceled the race last year because yeah. of no snow. Yeah, yeah. So he came to St. Germain, and um, he was there when I got inducted. So Fantastic, yeah. So Yeah, and then over this year, we've been talking, like, uh, I've got a bunch of guys out of one of our stores to help mark mark the course and uh, do some signage over some roads, stop signs and stuff. Yeah, so, fantastic. So, yeah, so Brian and I have been kind of in touch the last little while, yeah. That's good. Um, okay, so we're we're, record- yeah. we're recording here. And um, okay. so what I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, your uh, your career. Um, I've been checking mm-hmm. your uh, checking your bio a little bit here, and uh, um, looks like you had a fantastic career with uh, with John Deere. So uh, let's uh, let's let's start with um, whereabouts are you located? Well, I've uh, in, in, I don't know if you want to go right from uh, from what you know what kind of stuff that's i mean like back in and and uh like i live right now in uh in Oklahoma, manitoba which has been here since 1961 yeah so okay. um and that's where our main dealership is and you know like back in the day dad dad started a trucking company in in 1948 to 49 in lasalle but just south of us here and then um and then he in 1950 started a north star oil company or they came knocking on the door, and um, I remember uh, in 1951 was when I was born, uh-huh. and I remember mom mom taking taking a couple of us kids and and uh, over to the oil shed, and she would she would help load and fill oil drums for farmers. Oh yeah, yeah. you know uh, and stuff. So doing that with us and um, looking after a bunch of kids. Must have been quite the job. Yeah, yeah. So, then in 1956, my brother or um, my dad and his brother bought a John Deere dealership in Sanford, Manitoba. Yeah. Well, that was the start of something that they had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So they moved the business in uh, in 1960. They moved the business to Oak Bluff, right now where we are. Yeah. And it's um, it was a State of art building, <laughs> but now it's uh, it's still our main our main uh, John Deere store. 
the one that started it all, we, we now have seven stores. Seven. Where, whereabouts that, are they all um, located? All in Manitoba. They're all in Manitoba. Um, okay. Yeah, all in Manitoba. It's in uh, Brandon, uh, west of us, and in Nipawa, and, and Steinbach, and Melita. And we have a power sports store in Winnipeg here. Yeah, that's where you sell your, know, that's where you have your Skidoo dealership still there, right? Yeah, and we still have that Skidoo dealership in, uh, also in um, Oak Bluff uh, and in Steinbach. So we have it in three locations at this point. Yep, and, and, the, and the name you of the dealership. So, selling the Skidoo's. The name of those, uh, the dealerships, they're all in motorsports or, or farm equipment or whatever? Uh, no, uh, well. The, the, the one on Large Emoji in Winnipeg is called Ends Motorsports. Okay. Uh, and the one just in, uh, in Steinbeck is Ends Brothers, and Oak Bluff is just Ends Brothers. Um, uh, we don't sell um, boats or uh, stuff like that. We sell, you know, handheld products, steel products and stuff like that yeah. at all of them. Sounds like you got a busy business out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keeps a, keeps a bunch of us going, that's for sure. Uh, so then, uh, like in um, in nineteen, uh, when you know, like uh, after we moved to Oak Bluff here, um, we started uh, looking for things to do besides school and sports stuff. Um, we saw, you know, my dad saw some guys driving snowmobiles around, you know, so he figured, well, we should do something like that. So he called up Polaris. And they were more than happy to set up a dealership in Oak Bluff with us at Ends Brothers. Yeah. So, uh, and they, they did that with Jerry Antu. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. One of Dad's best friends, yep. And uh, so that was in 66. And then um, we were out testing, uh, you know, setting up sleds and testing them at Jerry's place. Then in 1968, we also became a dealer. So the, the, test, the testing of the sleds, they were John Deere sleds that you were testing? No, 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 Yeah. In this, we set up a dealership of Polaris snowmobiles. Okay. And uh, John Deere didn't start until 72, so. Um, so then we started selling road snowmobiles. Um, I don't know if you know them or not. Uh, Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. What was that again? And, uh, we're, we're, we're getting we're getting a little bit of breakup because uh, I'm I'm recording uh, I'm recording this through a different uh, different type of system. So our, our listeners are probably probably hearing a little bit of a gurbling right now. That's because I'm I'm calling you okay. from, I'm calling you on, on on Skype my new my new method. So sometimes the uh, okay. the, uh, the the recording is good and sometimes it may break away. So just uh, uh, refresh them again okay. uh, about the uh, the testing. What were you, what were you testing? Hey there. Yeah, I gotta apologize. This, yeah. uh, this, this, this is a new system I got going here, and uh, that's why it's been taking me so long okay. to uh, to add add uh, different uh, different um, um, okay. episodes. Is because uh, I, I moved from my norm from my rural household, and uh, now I, yeah. moved, I moved to a farm uh, in kind of central Ontario. So I'm uh, I've got a new internet system. So uh, let's see if, let's see if this and, works. Uh, here and now. okay, well let's try it again. Uh, let's, yeah, let's continue. Okay, so in, in, yeah, in 1966, Dad and Jerry Ansu started up a Polaris dealership. Yeah. And then, uh, so us kids, you know, had fun uh, setting them up and testing them and driving around. So in 1968, we also became a Roloflex dealer, which um, oh, yeah. they yeah. made those uh, sleds in uh, Saskatchewan yep. uh, called Wild Ones. And uh, Jerry thought it would be a good idea that if we went to some races, 
So he asks me if I wanted to to race. So I said, yep, without (laughs) hesitation. I said, you bet. Yeah. So uh, away we went to some races, local races. Just uh, there was no ice at that time. It was just snow banks and stuff like that. Well, you know, we raced this 1969 uh, wild one. And, well, um, I think in the first race I finished third. Oh, yeah. And uh, then I was hooked, and we just kept racing, and um, and then we, you know, we won some races at the end of that season. Um, but you know that that starting starting that, that we continued we continued selling wild ones and Polaris's. Then in seventy uh, one, um, the Polaris distributor in Winnipeg wanted to know if we wanted to start racing some Polaris sleds. Yeah, Bob, uh, how, 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 how many this how is, many wild ones did you sell? Approximately. Oh, we sold them for two years. Um, man. Um, Approximately. I don't know, 50, 50, 60 a year? Yeah. Something okay. like that. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, for, for two years, yeah. And then uh, they they started going away. I mean, they started, and I think they quit in 1971. I think they stopped for 72, so we um, we we didn't continue with them anymore. Polaris wanted us to start racing. The, the distributor in Winnipeg wanted us to start racing Polaris sleds. Well, Polaris came out with that um, with that in 1972. They came out with that what they called the APX. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a low slung, basically uh, very uh, stable snowmobile. So, so Jerry said, "Okay, let's go." And uh, we formed uh, a, a team with the Anchu Racing Team, the uh, the Cheatham boys, uh, some good friends of ours, and the ENDS guys, and we called that the Ace Racing Team. Oh, yeah. ENDS, you cheat them ENDS. <laughs> okay. So, and we, 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 dominated, uh, we dominated that race season. Like, we won, uh, we, uh, I won the 400 Canadian Championship that year in Beaujolais. Um, I think we took five firsts in Beaujolais that year. Yeah. And, um, with my brothers and, and Willie and, uh, and 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 some of the Cheatham guys. Yeah. So so you know so then John in 1972 John Deere started making snowmobiles. Well, automatically we were a dealer because we were a John Deere dealer. Yes. Well, that seemed like a, a decent sled, Jerry thought. So he figured, uh, why don't we race that sled in a cross country race that they having a local cross country race here in Winnipeg or in Starbucks just outside of Winnipeg. And so Jerry got a sled ready uh, for me to drive in it, and um, it was called the John Deere the John Deere 400 sled. Yep. And uh, they made a few different ones, 400 and 500. And um, so we we entered that sled in a in a 50 mile race. There was about 30 entries, if I remember right, and we all lined up in one line on a farmer's field. Yeah. And they flagged us off all at once. Well, <laughs> that was uh, that was quite interesting. Um, I just put the uh, throttle to the bar and just hammered that skidoo through the snow drifts and or that's that John Deere and ended up getting across the finish line first before yeah. anybody else. Yeah. Well, that that 
that hooked me in cross country snowmobile racing. Was there was, uh, there, was, was more there fun a than all the racing? Was there a professional uh, John Deere team at the time? You said that that's one of the first years of John no. Deere. So yeah, there, so there was no, just privateers. No, there, well, there was some guys in North Dakota at uh, Junior Peterson's dealership. They were racing the five hundred uh, the first year in seventy one. Yeah, and then uh, uh, you know, so then in seventy two, um, I did this. And then uh, in seventy, then in nineteen seventy three, they called uh, up and asked if I wanted to join uh, 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 basically a factory racing team. Yep. And they had like uh, you know twelve or fourteen, fifteen guys all got together and uh, basically were only interested in one race was the Winnipeg 500 race. Yeah. I 500. What did what you think of joining a team with so many uh, so many riders on it? Uh, did you think you were going to it was going to be um well, competitive uh, and, and, <laughs> and and what was the did you know the riders too? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know any of the riders. Uh they were all from all over the United States uh from the East Coast to to um Wisconsin, North Dakota. Yeah. Um and and then and and myself the lone Canadian guy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they came over in '73. They start. We started um, that team, and before the, a week before the 500, they all the whole Jonder team with their big trucks and trailers came to uh, semi trailers came to Hans Brothers and took over our dealership, really? <laughs> our shop. Yeah, our tractors had to go outside, and uh, and they uh, they took over the shop. I think they paid uh, Dad some for the shop. <laughs> yeah, I to rent a shop from him for the week. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that or or, or talked about that. So that was but just then final we, prep. Uh, we raced in that five hundred. What's that? That was just final prep then for the race. That was our final prep for the race. Yeah. 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 Then in the race, it was uh, it was um, we all. I, I mean, I can't remember. John Orvis was on that team, and he was one of the John Deere uh, engineers, and uh, I believe he finished. I believe he finished in tenth uh, that year, and um, my I blew the engine uh, in the first twelve miles of the race. Really? What? Do, what, what approximately? <laughs> so that was, uh, what approximately did you did you do to to uh, to for prep for the uh, for the John Deere's back then? They were production sleds, um, and 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 t- t- maybe if you, if you know, talk about uh, the production of the John Deere sleds. Were were they done at one main factory, and uh, did they stop production of the tractors to to build? The John Deere snowmobiles, and and what, what what kind of prep did you do to uh, the production sleds to make them um, um, prepared for the race? In in seventy three, yeah, John Deere made sleds in the Horicon factory, uh, Horicon, Wisconsin, yeah. and in seventy three they were making a, a standard snowmobile that anybody could buy off the dealership floor, and then uh, the race team took I don't know whatever how many ever sleds they had. And they modified them because there was the rules were you could run a modified snowmobile in '73. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had two ninety two, two ninety two Kohler cur- uh, engines, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and um, uh, John Deere engineers built engines at their Waterloo tractor plant and uh, sent uh, engines to the factory in Horicon, and they put these engines in these. John Deere uh, 500s, I think they were, uh, and because um, you could modify them, you could do whatever you wanted to the uh, to the tra- to the machines. Uh, so they uh, we had modified engines with tune pipes on them and everything. And chassis too. And then we uh, we raced them. 
Well, the chassis, we, we basically it was a stock chassis. Yeah. You know, we reinforced the skids. We, we did some reinforcing on the, on the skis, um, made them like, like heavy, heavy, heavy beasts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we were at a disadvantage and most, you know, with Polaris was pretty slick machines back then and, and, and stuff like that. But we were there. We were, yeah. we were, we were competing. So, so anyways, we got, uh, you know, that first year that in that, in that race, uh, I think John Orvis out of the 12 or 14 sleds was the only one that finished the race right. on a John Deere. Yeah. Um, I can't, uh, on a John Deere from our team, I can't remember if anybody else drove a sled that, that was in the race or not, Yeah. you know, that finished or not. But uh, the team, we only had one guy finished. So uh, seventy five. It sounds like uh, th- th- that that was a, a big year for the, the uh, John Deere factory. You had the uh, the, the the factory team, and um, um, it, it sounds like that that was your your best year. Yeah. In seventy four. Well, in seventy four, we can John Deere continued with the big team. Yeah. But then uh, in seventy four, um, they uh, um, uh, had the two ninety five S specifically. Uh, design sled for racing. They made it only for racing. They only made oh, yeah. like, um, you know, 400, 500 of them or something like that. Uh, uh, something like that. And then, um, uh, we, we raced that race. It started in St. Paul that year mm-hmm. on the 500 and, uh, we ran towards Winnipeg. Well, the, the second day from Alexandria to, to Thiefer, uh, to um, Grand Forks, I finished third fastest overall, and so that was pretty good. Um, you know, we're we're everybody was pretty excited about that, and I and and Tom Ott, Tom Ottie, you know who Tom Ottie is? Yeah, I know, I know the name. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he joined the John Deere team uh, in later years, but he was on a three four two ninety five S, and he finished. Eighth and John Orvis finished ninth, I believe, that year at, yeah. in Winnipeg. Um, you know, and that uh, that was pretty uh, pretty good for them for for him. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and then in '75 we joined Roger Jansen, Dale Cormican, Craig Knutson, John Carlson, and myself in Crookston, Minnesota. We went to Dale Cormican's shop and raced. Uh, on a on a factory team with a lot smaller team at that time. Yeah. So that was um, that was pretty uh, pretty pretty good for 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 us um, to race with Roger Jansen and Bill um, Cormican was like a dream because they were my heroes growing up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that was uh, so we trained in in Crookston and got ready for the season. Okay, you say and, you say and, uh, you say you say you trained you trained uh, the, the the team trained. I understand you had uh, almost like a, tra- a big training camp before the season started, where uh, you did some uh, physical conditioning and 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 all that in, in preparation mm-hmm. for the race. I talked about that. Yeah, that was in uh, in 1976. The team uh, formed in uh, Brainerd, Minnesota, called Enduro Team Deer. Yeah, and um, in that deal. Uh, we trained. We had weight rooms. We had. Um, uh, we made. They made us run two or three miles every morning, mm-hmm. and drive snowmobiles uh, if if there was snow uh, to uh, you know to train and stuff like that. So 
um, that was quite a deal. We had each driver had a mechanic, you know, and um, that was pretty pretty good. Who was your uh, mechanic? The, Do you remember? The, that first year was um, was um, Brian Nelson's friend. Um, well, I can't remember uh, uh, Larry Swanson out really? of um, out of Wilmer, Minnesota. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so we did very good that year, but Brian won the 500 that year. Yeah. In 1976, yeah. So that really made the factories look. Took you know they uh, who were these green guys you know and they and we finally won the we finally won the Winnipeg race yeah so and when, um, did, did, was the factory did they did they come to the races and uh, like the the VPs or anything like that like did they really get behind the uh, yep. the snowmobile team yeah R J Carlson was the big push the vice president of John Deere and he he started this whole thing going back in seventy seventy three. Um, and he was the big push in, in John Deere snowmobile racing. And, and uh, yeah, all the VPs came, you know, in 76, they all, they all joined, uh, all the, they came, you know, they took over hotels and had all the uh, room reservations and, and they did, they looked after everything for us, you know, and, uh, well, our team looked after, uh, I mean, uh, the John Deere guys, um, looked after themselves, Yeah, but they came to every race and that was, that was quite that year, I won the Park Rapids race. Okay. No, you you, and, you uh, were that you was quite a race. You weren't getting you weren't getting a salary or nothing that uh, for for racing on that team. Or oh nothing? yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we were all getting paid. Uh, you know, back in '73, they paid us just so much per race. '74, yeah. they started giving us a little bit more hourly wage, and in '70, '75, and '76, it was like a monthly paycheck. You okay. know. Okay. Good. Uh, you know, so that was uh, yeah, that was our that was our job for basically six months of the year. Yeah, seventy five and seventy six. Yeah, so then, the uh, yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then uh, you know I won that Park Rapids race and finished strong in a bunch of other races in, in seventy six. And how long was I that race? Third overall in the ICCSF point. The Park Rapids race was a one day two hundred mile race in the in the lakes and woods of around Park Rapids. If you know where that is, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, uh, t- talk about talk yeah, about that, how, was, how, that how, was a big race. How did you feel after after racing those uh, those long events? I mean, the, I mean n- nowadays we do two hundred miles, and, and most people are, are, are sore on modern sleds. How did you how did you feel racing <laughs> uh, racing the, 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 those sleds back then? Like how were the how were the pre, how were the uh, uh, oh, next couple days? <laughs> we were good. We were good. Um, uh, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but. Uh, um, there was, I mean, we rode and rode and rode and rode, rode a lot of races, so we were we were in shape. Yeah, okay. definitely. John Deere, John Deere made sure that we were in shape, uh, all of us. So uh, it was, um, it was, it was okay. We had no problems uh, being, you know, getting off the sleds and and then continue the next uh, the next race. You know, so we, if you got injured or something, that was another story. Yeah. But, did John Deere? Did John Deere? Uh, mm-hmm. um, um, Say anything about about you guys as athletes or anything like that? Did they their, their marketing and and what was the marketing uh, back then uh, for the race team? They put us in some ads and stuff here and there. Uh, you know, John, your big John wins again or something like that. But um, they never, we never, you know, said anything about being athletes or anything. But I mean, uh, uh, some people, I guess, take it that racers aren't athletes. I guess I don't know, but. Uh, 
I believe that race car drivers and, and yeah. racers, stone belt racers or bike racers are athletes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, uh, they never marketed us as athletes, I don't think, but they um, they de- definitely had some good ads in some of them, some of the magazines. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was kind of cool. Okay. So uh, where are we in uh, 70, 76? Yeah. So we're, we we're still in 76. Yeah. We're still in 76. So, um, you know, then um, 77 came along. Well, in 76, I should just go back. Um, we had, uh, just to name the guys that were on our team, John Carlson, yeah. which was R.J. Carlson's son. And he was a, he was a, he finished um, third in the 75 I-500. You know, that was a, that was a pretty big push for John Deere in that race because they had over half the sleds in that race. But uh, Craig Newton. Uh, Willie Antu, that's Jerry's son, Brian Nelson and Ron Reimer, uh, we were all drivers in 76. And then we all had mechanics for each, for each driver. And, um, you know, that was, um, that was pretty, pretty good sized team, you know, um, then in 77, uh, Bob, had the Bob, same, the, um, you, you, you yeah. mentioned, uh, Will, Willie Reimer, uh, no, no, he's not happened to be re- Willie Antu. Uh, okay, Willie Ansu and Willie Ans Willie Ansu, yeah, and then Ron Reimer. Okay, so now is 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 he Ron was, uh, is Ron related to uh, um, Earl Reimer? Uh, the the uh, out that way? No, no, no. He's not related to Earl Reimer okay. or the Snow Cross Racer. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, because Jamie Ansu, no. I mean, a lot of people know Jamie Ansu. Um, you know, he went on. Yeah. He went on to uh, to manage uh, the Blair Morgan team, kind of thing. So uh, everybody right. knows him. So yeah, I just thought maybe Ron was. Uh, Related to uh, Earl, so okay. Well, carry, carry, um, carry on. Willie, 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 Willie Ansu was Jamie Ansu's brother. Okay. Okay, so uh, that's where you know, and and Willie grew up with us here in Oak Bluff, and Jamie, and and then um, both. So then, in in 1977, we added um, uh, to our team uh, Ron Reimer um, uh, stepped down. He went to, back to his family dealership and and ra- was racing out of uh, Steinbach, Manitoba. And, but we added Roger Ebert and Tom Ott to the Enduro Team Deer okay. in Brainerd, Minnesota, uh, at a breezy point. Um, we did very well in a lot of races that year, and um, but tragedy struck uh, at Christmas time uh, when we had the Christmas break, and Roger was out riding, riding, uh, practicing. Uh, uh, he lived in that area around Brainerd, uh-huh. and uh, he he missed a corner on a trail went into a bunch of trees and broke his back. Okay. And he died. He, he, he died. Uh, and so that was, that was very tough on the team. Yeah, I bet. Um, John, John Deere said, uh, each one of us, like, uh, they came to, came to us and said we could quit if we wanted to. Like, uh, you know, if we took it, took it, uh, hard, we could quit. They would still pay us for the season. But, um, we all stayed and raced in memory of Roger. Yeah, good. So and and um, and I broke the record that year, and I won three races that year. Nice. So that was that was pretty cool, yeah. And then um, so that was good. And then in '78, John Deere stopped the factory racing team. So what was and what was, uh, they was sponsored there, was, dealer teams? So oh, I see. They started. They sponsored. They still, they, they still sponsored dealer teams. Now did you did you? Uh, what, then, what, what was yeah. their what was their uh, their reasoning for uh, stopping the factory team? They just uh, they wanted to. Go, uh, in, well, in the hands of the dealers? 
Uh, it was a big, big part of it was with Roger being Roger being killed in the uh, uh, on our team in in seventy seven. That was one of their major major factors. Um, then they wanted to get more of the dealer teams involved um, across the country, right. and we had won the five hundred, so that was their uh, in seventy six. So that was their big, uh, you know, their big push was to win that Winnipeg. I-500 race, yep. uh, and so they had done that. Um, you know, so they sponsor, started sponsoring dealer teams, and we had a quite a team at Ends Brothers. Mm-hmm. Vic and my brother Vic and Dave organized our team here, and um, I don't believe we won any races that year, but we did. Um, we did very, very well in in a bunch of in a bunch of them. You know, so um, and uh, and then. Um, I remember, uh, I think it was, uh, in 79, 79, yeah, 79, um, Skidoo called, called me and wanted me to join, uh, with Gerard Karpik on the Skidoo team. Nice. That's a. In Eveleth, Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. So that was, Gerard was quite a, quite a, uh, racer. You know, he was quite good. So Danny, my brother Dan was my mechanic and we moved to Eveleth and, and we raced with the Skidoo team out of uh, out of Eveleth, and Gerard was on fire that year. He won like four races. Yeah, and uh, and that, that he broke my record of three races in a season. He won four that year, uh-huh. and um, Dan and I couldn't quite figure out the Skidoo's that year. So we had a rough first part of the year, but then in the second uh, we started second part of the year uh, we figured started figuring the sled out, and yeah. we didn't. We didn't win any races on the schedule, but we finished strong in the last half of the season. And they so, were on. You were on the uh, the blizzards, the RV blizzards, uh, correct? We were on the three forty RV blizzards. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. sleds. Yeah. That was a nice, nice snowmobile. Beautiful snowmobile. Yeah. How much? How much? I wish did, I could have raced it longer, but that yeah. was uh, we quit and. How much difference uh, was there? We stopped the factory team again too. How much difference was there b- between the uh, the previous deer and and that RV Blizzard? Was there a, a significant change uh, in uh, in technology? Well, in 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 no, John Deere had good technology in '78, and uh, then again in '79 they had the liquefier. Yeah, uh, John Deere did, and uh, it was a good snowmobile. Absolutely, it 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 rolled good, ran good. The Skidoo '70. Uh, Basically, we used the, in in seventy nine. We used the seventy seven RV because okay. in seventy nine they didn't make a free air, and the free air was faster than what they had made in in seventy in seventy nine, which was a liquid cooled yeah. uh, machine. So, and Gerard said, "No, we're going to race the seventy seven because it's it's the the free air engine's faster." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so they gave us uh, they gave us a bunch of the seventy seven uh, sleds and and. Compared to the John Deere, um, I didn't see a lot of difference uh, in in the, uh, the the Skidoo was was a little faster in seventy seven. The seventy seven was a little faster than the Deere, but uh, they rode pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, you know, they were, but the but the Skidoo was lower, a little bit lower in the trails. It, was, it handled in the trails pretty good. Yeah. You know, so that was uh, turning tight, turning corners and stuff. That was. Uh, it was pretty good for the for the skidoo to drive that. So, what were your placings on yeah. the skidoo? How'd you how'd you make out in the skidoo? Your positions? I I got third in uh, in one race and then fourth in the last race of the year at Malax. Did you race uh, the, the I five hundred? Um, oh yeah, we raced the I five hundred. 
and that was kind of the first part of the season. We couldn't quite figure it out. I finished the first day, second day, I believe my clutch uh, packed it in, and yeah. <laughs> um, and it 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 packed it in, and and uh, that's what Skidoo didn't have the same um, you know components in the clutch uh, that you know like John Deere did, but they 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 ran good, um, but. Um, you know, the, the, for the long haul, for one day race, it was good, but for more than more than one day, um, some of the components weren't up to snuff. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So you were you were racing that for, we, for one year. Or? Yeah, one year. Yeah. And, and then and then um, then back to uh, 1980, we went to uh, back to family dealership racing again. So. And what were you racing yeah. that? And then I ended my career. I well, liquefiers. Yeah. Went to. Uh, 1980, uh, 80 liquefiers, and then um, ICCSF basically had quit uh, racing. Well, no, they still raced in 1980. I shouldn't say that. Um, and um, they had. Uh, I don't believe we could race that. John Deere had a 440 liquefier, but that wouldn't, didn't qualify for some of the ICCSF uh, main pro class. Uh, you had to stay with a 340. Oh yeah. And so we had the th- we had the 340. Um, Liquefiers, which was um, we're a little, you know a little bit behind in power and stuff. Yeah. But um, but it was good. Uh, the 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 John Deere came out with that 1980 liquefier, and it was it was good snowmobile. It yeah. was uh, fast, and uh, but uh, couldn't race it in the uh, 340 Pro classes. Yeah. How yeah. many how many races a year would there be for uh, in, in cross country? Um, back then oval racing yeah. was obviously very strong but uh, how how was the uh, cross country circuit yeah uh, in uh, in started in you know 70 75 76 77 uh when ICCS came on board i believe there was like 12 races a season yeah you know from uh yeah from uh, right across the snow belt north dakota south dakota minnesota wisconsin yeah and most of them were you multi-day know, and, races uh, and uh, I'd say I'd say half and half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, half and half of Saturday, Saturday Sunday races, and then uh, a lot of just sa- uh, one day Saturday races. Yeah. You know, so um, um, the, the the and yeah, that was good. I, I enjoyed the one day races. That you could put put a lot of effort into a one day race where yeah, two day sure. races are longer. You have to you have to. Um, you know, preserve your snowmobile and and uh, make sure that you were ready for the next day. Yeah. So when uh, when did when did the John Deere uh, um, business uh, stop uh, producing and uh, um, what was what was that like? Were you because um, obviously you were a dealer back then? Did it uh, affect your yeah. dealership much? Or well, in 1980 uh, uh, is when um, uh, John Deere basically got out of out of sponsoring snowmobiles. Um, so that they made snowmobiles until 1984, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we sold them right up until then they quit. And then um, in 1984 we started selling skidoos again. Yeah. Um, or we we started you know not again we started selling skidoos in 1984. We took on the skidoo dealership and um, and then we continued to sell skidoos until. Um, I don't remember what year exactly. I have it written down here somewhere when we stopped selling skidoos and um, started um, started just selling farm equipment. You know, 
Yeah, how, how, was, and, uh, and some of those. How, how was how was the re, the the reception? I mean, uh, and, and and the uh, development of the, of the John Deere's from say eighty to their when they finished in eighty four. You said were, were they developing the sleds still pretty good or? Yeah, well, in nineteen eighty in nineteen eighty three, um, they basically made the same snowmobile in eighty four. So they yeah. didn't do much more development after eighty three. That 80 liquefier basically was the same sled for 81, 82, 83, 84. Yeah. Uh, just, they just did clutching refinements, uh, suspension refinements, um, and, and made a good consumer snowmobile. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Stan Hayes, Stan Hayes, if you know who that is, yep, he started sure working do. for John Deere yep. in 1980, and, uh, he, he raced a lot of races back then just as a test driver for John Deere, the only driver John Deere had. Yeah. Uh, at a lot of the races and stuff, and he—I'm um, not sure if he raced to, to 1984 or not, but um, I know in 80, 81, two and three, he raced uh, a lot of races just for developing um, components, clutching for John Deere. Yeah, he went on and to race. And Stan still works for John Deere. Yeah, really. <laughs> Pardon me. Really, he—he uh, he went on. To, he went on yeah. to race uh, race the Skidoo's, obviously, too. Um, uh, after that, I guess. Yeah, he earlier, earlier, no, earlier. Okay. Stan raced skidoos with Gerard Carpick in '78, right. and uh, and and uh, one year I'm not sure what year it was, and they I think he won the Park Rapids race on it '70 with Skidoo um, in I won it in '76. He I think he won it in '77. Yeah. Uh, with with uh, on the same team as George Carpet, but um, no. After 1980, Stan was with John Deere, and he's still working for John Deere since then. What's he he didn't now? go back to Skidoo or anything. What's he doing there? At, uh, he, John Deere? Uh, he 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 works in the factory at Horcon and um, helps develop the John Deere Gator. Okay, all right, yeah, nice. yeah. He's uh, he's on the design team and uh, performance team of the John Deere Gators. So. Yeah. That's what Stan does at Horicon, yeah. That's good. Yeah, a lot, a lot of talent there uh, on, on those oh, yeah. la- later years there with uh, you and uh, in, in uh, you know Brian Nelson and Stan Hayes and Gerard Carpick. Uh, oh. they, they were big, big, uh, big names on, on the uh, cross country circuit back then. But uh, absolutely, um, yeah. So, what was the feeling when uh, when uh, John Deere uh, pulled the plug on their on their snowmobile production? Uh, um, I mean, you 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 were obviously selling yeah. both uh, farm equipment and snowmobiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in nineteen eighty four, they stopped. So, in, and then uh, we we picked up the John Deere or the Skidoo dealership in um, in uh, nineteen eighty four, and um, so then we were selling Skidoo's, and we went. We did pretty good selling Skidoo's, and then we stopped selling Skidoo's. Low snow years, you know, like uh, in the uh, late eighties and early nineties, uh, there wasn't every year it was less and less snow yeah. falling, you know. Yeah. So that's when uh, you know, like um, the I five hundred quit because of no snow. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, in the early eighties, uh, nineteen eighty actually. So they didn't have the race in eighty one, but so we stopped selling Skidoo's in nineteen ninety two, and um, it was. Um, it was uh, bittersweet. Uh, we uh, we were expanding our our farm equipment dealerships. We we're getting more dealers dealerships. We were buying some dealerships out, and um, so we were focusing more on farm equipment at that time. Right, you and know, you, in nineteen ninety two. 
how old how okay how old would you be then and uh, i guess uh, you, you say you retired was there was there any uh, an urge to uh, to do another event uh, after your retirement <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, in 1980, uh, in 1980, I basically retired. I raced a couple of races that year, but then I basically retired. Yeah. In 80, uh, later 80s, 84, 85, 86, um, I got myself, uh, you know, kind of interested again. I, uh, I was married, um, you know, and then, uh, had a son in 1984, um, I figured I'm going to, you know, like 1990, I, I think I got up, I went and bought a Polaris. Yep. Um, no, 90, no, excuse me, 92, when we stopped selling Skidoo, I went and got a Polaris. I went and bought a Polaris. Yeah. And um, started racing a little bit just locally, and then uh, some of the big races came in. There was no more big professional circuit anymore. There was local circuits. Yeah. You know, Manitoba had a pretty good circuit going on. That was snow cross, I you know, guess. with you're some talking, guys, local guys running. You're talking snow no, cross, no, or cross, uh, country? cross country. Okay, cross country. Yeah. yeah. And so I, uh, in 1992, I started racing a, a couple of '93s, uh, a couple of local races, and then in '95, they resurrected um, the Winnipeg Saint. Well, not it wasn't called the Winnipeg Saint Paul. It was called the uh, I-500 out of Winnipeg from Winnipeg back to, uh, but. To, to Mille Lacs because they couldn't run any further because yeah. of no snow again. So, yeah. So I, I went to that and I finished second in the, in the uh, veterans class. Yep. And uh, that was uh, in 1995 on a, on a, on a Polaris uh, XR, XCR. Um, okay. Uh, nice sled. Uh, you know, I enjoyed racing that for a little yeah. bit. But then after that, I quit in 95. I, I stopped and didn't race anymore. Yeah. So uh, and then okay. in 02, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was, I was, I was going to say what I was uh, going to jump ahead, but you, you're talking in 02. What, were you, yep. what was happening? What happened in 02? In 02, we started, and so then in 95, 90, you know, we, we, we didn't sell any snowmobiles for a while, but in 02, um, we, there's a good friend of ours here that was on, uh, you know, a, a Skidoo uh, executive, and he said we should consider going back and selling Skidoos again. So in 02, we started selling, um, O twos again, or skidoos again, and then O three came. They came out with the rev. Yep. And uh, well, that was a no brainer. Um, that revolutionized snowmobiles, and um, um, you know, and then Blair Morgan came on, and I think it was O three or O four, and um, started dominating snowcross. Yeah. For you know, for quite a while until Tucker Hibbert came along. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so uh, you know, we did very well selling. The, start, started selling the Rev. Well, right to this day, we 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 we're one of the biggest Skidoo dealers in in Canada. Nice. We sell a lot of snowmobiles. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I get. And that. the Rev's what uh, the Rev started that uh, trend. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a it's been yeah. a good good uh, revolution. I, I think I, I got an Enduro right now. I got the Skidoo Enduro. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. sled. Beautiful sled. Um. Okay, yeah. so so uh, yeah, so that, that's what you're doing now. You're uh, now. Do, do you still ride occasionally? You're on, on, I ride on somewhat. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have trail systems all around Manitoba here, and we we uh, and northwestern Ontario. Yeah, you know, my brother has a place at the lake, so we get out to there sometimes and do some trail riding. And out here, it's it's prairie riding in Winnipeg. It's uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, it's like the just get in the ditch and go. Yeah, you know. Do you come out on to but, Ontario uh, much? 
Well, we're going to uh, like by Kenora, you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, north. Yeah, we have a uh, brother has a place in Kenora, and so we get out there once in a while and uh, do some riding in the in the trails there. And beautiful country to ride in. Yeah. yeah. Um, lakes and trails, and it's just the scenery is awesome. Yeah. You know. Sure. Now you, you mentioned yeah. you mentioned you're going down to the uh, Hall of Fame uh, this this weekend. No, uh, February the tenth. Uh, oh, February the tenth. Okay, and February uh, the yeah. And uh, just to, February just, the tenth. We're just, uh, just recap of of what's what's go going ahead. down. Yeah, just recap of what's going on at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, you said you were meeting with uh, some extra team, okay. some 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 teammates. Uh, talk about that again. Yeah. Okay. The uh, uh, the Hall of Fame has announced. Um, four new inductees this year and um hubert fixon was brian nelson's mechanic on john deere mm-hmm. and when he was racing for art cat and uh hubert fixon is getting inducted into the hall of fame uh along with uh, steve hole who's a uh uh former cross country and snowcross racer and yep. who works for blair or tucker, tucker hibbert on yep. on the tucker hibbert race team now yeah but he's getting inducted also, and Brad Paik, a former cross-country racer with Art of Cat. Yep. I don't know if you know that name. I know them all. I know every one of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Steve Zerna, which is a, uh, I think he was a rules uh, a rules committee for ISR. ISR, on, yeah. Uh, yep. on, on oval racing stuff. So it, so it's a good uh, good group of guys getting inducted, and uh, a lot of the John Deere guys are going to meet and you know to help support Hubert Fixon. Yeah. Now, do you, do you get do you get a, uh, any any chance that you, you guys are gonna be going for a ride uh, when you get down there? If a ride breaks um, out, <laughs> the ride. Yeah, there's a, they they have a ride for the champs. They call it. Yeah. And uh, every year uh, they do that, and uh, anybody can join up. It's uh, you know uh, 150 bucks, I think, and you get a you get a uh, a dinner, a lunch, uh, and then uh, and a bib and a ride that that day starting saturday morning and you ride um oh some goes some guys go 100 miles some guys go 150 miles uh and uh, some guys even i think there's a little shorter ride too mm-hmm. and um but i i have uh you know a little sore shoulder so i don't i don't think i'll be riding this year yeah so do you know, do you know any but more, do a you lot know of guys do do you know any more details on that? Uh, uh, what what day that is, and uh, that's that that's uh, at the starts the Hall of Fame, or I or is that uh, yeah? In, in uh, it starts at it starts at the Hall of Fame in Saint Germain. Yep. And it's uh, on Saturday the, the February the thirteenth. Okay. And uh, you uh, you have to register the day before. Um, at the Hall of Fame, you register the day before. And then uh, you meet for breakfast at the Whitetail Inn at, um, you know, or for breakfast early, uh, 8 o'clock. Yep. And then they start riding at around 9.30. And they stop at the Hall of Fame or they go to lunch to different restaurants in the area. Mm-hmm. And then they all arrive back, um, you know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock time frame. And then everybody gets together back at the Hall of Fame for uh, you know, for autograph signings with the yeah. uh, some of the Hall of Fame inductees. Nice. And uh, then they have a dinner, and then the induction ceremonies. Good. Uh, at the Hall of, or uh, at the White Tail Inn. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, so yeah. Okay. You, you, you've been? Have you been? Uh, I've been to the Hall of Fame. The, uh, I, I've been to the Hall of Fame. I, I have not uh, been to any of yeah. the uh, the ride with the champs. Uh, 
um, events yet. Okay. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, that's on my yep. uh, to do list uh, one, one day. But uh, I mean, just uh, for Good. the pe- for the listeners listening there, uh, they can contact uh, um, the Hall of Fame, uh, um, the Snowmobile Hall yep. of Fame, and uh, if they if they want to participate in that, they can uh, they can uh, call them and and and, and do that. Um, their contact uh, absolutely. Page. They, they can they go have, on the website. Yeah, yep. go on the website. Yep. Hall of Fame website, and they can contact Jamie at the Hall of Fame, and then uh, they can register and um, and and enjoy, uh, come down and enjoy all the festivities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I got their uh, their uh, website here. It's the Snowmobile Hall of Fame dot com, and uh, people can contact yep. them there. So, uh, um, okay. So um, um, Bob. So other than that, what what else are you doing these days? Well, I'm um, working at the dealership. Uh, you know, my son. Uh, He's uh, 30, 31 now, so he decided to take over my position. He kicked me down a step or two, <laughs> and uh, so I'm uh, taking a little, uh, little more time for myself. Pleasantly retired. But, um, uh, not totally yet, but uh, I still do a lot of stuff around the sh- dealership and stuff. Um, yep. But uh, he took over managing all of the small equipment at the Oak Bluff store, at our one store here. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it's just pretty nice to see your son step in. Sure. And uh, and he does a good job. He did some racing himself, uh, uh, snowcross racing uh, in um, in the early 2000s and stuff, up to 2005. And he did a good job. Yeah. So, so how, how's he's, the, a, he's a big snowmobiler. Yeah. How's the how's the farming business uh, out that way now? Is the farming business pretty good? Uh, it's good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Farmers have uh, been getting good crops. Uh, prices fluctuate all the time on the commodities on the you know the grain prices fluctuate so that that is always one of the determining factors in what what goes on but uh over the last bunch of years it's been a good uh good goal the farmers have been getting good uh, prices good crops good and that in turn is good for the dealerships yeah for sure okay bob let's uh we can we can wrap it up let's uh let's get your contact information okay. uh, where can, where can people contact you i know you got a you got a facebook page uh what about a, a website um i don't have a website per se but if you wanted to go and look at what ends brothers does you can go to endsbrothers.com okay and you can see what ends brothers is all about um other than that uh yeah if you want to look at my web my uh facebook page that i'm on there so it's under uh, bob benz and that's, you know, so uh, that's, uh, yeah, you can. And the spelling of that is E N N S, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. Bob. Well, that's fantastic talking to you. I really appreciate uh, getting hold of you. I, um, uh, you got some. Uh, you got some. You got a great memory. I'll tell you. <laughs> For uh, <laughs> well, back then, it's uh, it's um, something that you know you live the you live the dream. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there's not a lot of people can do that. And. Uh, and for the, some of the people that we met and over the years and stuff, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's just, was fantastic yes. to ride, so, you know, for those years. Yeah. Absolutely. So if, if you're interested, Bob. And, and it's you guys, it's you guys that write articles and do things for snowmobiling that make it, uh, what it is, though. Yeah. So, for sure. um, you know, the Snowgoer magazine and whatever you guys are involved yep. in. So. Yeah. If, and if, and uh, if anybody wants to, uh, uh, read about that. Uh, Hal Armstrong, uh, who writes uh, for Snowgore Canada magazine, did yes. uh, did, did a yes. full did a full article on the John Deere racing team, and you can see that uh, uh, at Snowgore Canada, and it's under the Time Machines yep. uh, um, menu, and uh, you can read awesome. all about that. And um, Hal Hal did uh, mention to me today uh, to say hello to you, and um, all good. 
Yeah, and um, so and and also uh, Bob, if you're if you and if the people are interested, uh, um, I did do uh, an interview with uh, the Carpic brothers, uh, all all the Carpic brothers, and uh, so that, that was that was nice uh, listening to them. And also Brian Nelson, we did a uh, interview with Brian Nelson last year, and uh, that was before yes, um, as he was planning the resurrected uh, uh, I-500. And uh, you know it, it didn't right. happen. It didn't happen, unfortunately. And uh, you know, I, I I wish Brian all the best of luck uh, this year um, to, uh, yep. to get get that thing done and uh, re- resurrect that uh, historic race. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's quite an undertaking that he's got going. Yep. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he can do it though. He's uh, that, that guy can do it if anybody can. So, yes. So anyway, Bob. Well, that's uh, great. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks a lot for for uh, for this uh, this interview. No Beth. problem. We had a, we had a couple glitches at the at the beginning, but uh, it, uh, it it you know we you know that, that's that's the deal with uh, with Skype and the internet. Uh, it did that just happens. And, uh, <laughs> we, we 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 you just keep you just keep you just keep plugging on and, and you get it right. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, there you go. Well, All right, we, I well, think you got it right. Good. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks a lot, Bob. Really appreciate it, uh, talking to you today. Okay. Take care. Good. Well, bye. you guys have a have a great weekend. Talk to you later. We'll do. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye.